Welcome to another episode of the Levity Floatcast. Today we sit down with Louis Patron, one half of Abstract Theory, artist, and all-around good dude. So let's sit back, relax, and let's floatcast. Welcome to this episode of the Levity Floatcast. Whether this is your first episode or you're diving into the archives, we're happy to have you with us here. My name's Dave. I'm the owner of Levity, and joined as always by Handsome Troy, our amazing audio engineer and one of the finest heads of hair you'll ever see. <laughs> that is facts. <laughs> Shout out to Luis at um, Impulse Beauty Salon in uh, New right York. On. Always hold my hand. Right down. on, my man. Super excited for today's episode as today's guest is one half of Abstract Theory, Louis Patron. Troy is the other half of the hip-hop act, and we know Troy from his audio engineering skills. So it's exciting to get a peek into one of his other passions here. Louis, it's great to meet you. You uh, heard you were a graphic designer, you've been screen printing for years, and something also very interesting, you hold a chemical engineering degree. Yeah, yeah, actually. <laughs> you are a very interesting guy, dude, and super happy to have you here. Thank you, I appreciate it. I'm happy to be here. Uh, before we even get into floating, really, I think it would be neat. I think you really identify as a musician first. Um, just chatting with you a little bit before the cast here. Um, can you talk to us about the creation of abstract theory, the origins, and how it came about? Yeah, so I was going to Penn State in 2015, and I met a friend through a mutual friend, and uh, we just kind of hung out, played board games, ate, things like that, you know, normal college stuff. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he said, I have a really good friend, one of my best friends. Uh, he raps. He's coming in from New York. And usually people tell me uh, they rap, and I really I don't care. It goes over my head because everybody raps, and it's like, I don't know. It's hard to find different people. Um, so I was like, okay, cool, brush it off. And he's like, hey, my friend came over. I was like, oh, awesome. All right, I'm coming down. And within like 15 minutes, I drew one of our like first images that we copyrighted. And then uh, we also like just freestyled and that's about it. I mean, it's kind of like history from there. That's awesome, man. Those are usually the best relationships, business and personal, that just form organically, mm -hmm. that you just find. As a musical artist, whether it's a certain show or a feeling when you're in front of a crowd, or the vibes you give off to people that listen to your music. What are the things that you're most proud of as a musician and artist? Um, mostly that I am able to reach um, any kind of human and kind of put forth the feeling and that they retrieve and receive that feeling um, wholeheartedly or half-heartedly. If they need explanation, I've always uh, welcomed that. But that's probably my highest achievement is that I was able to reach those people and uh, convey the proper message in those terms. That's awesome. So from the origin to where you are now, can you talk about the progression from when you started to as you sit here today? Yeah, there's um, my dad would when I was really young, uh, he was a single father. So he would just throw things at me and see what would happen. Like when I was like three and four, like. He found a keyboard randomly at a yard sale, so he got it for me. And so he put it in front of my window, and I would just, like, play that and uh, see what came about. But then he bought me a guitar when I was, like, eight. And it kind of, like, I don't know, those were just, like, little steps, and nothing really came about from that until um, it was more like when I got into middle school and high school when a lot of my other friends were 
starting to get more serious about it and they want to like do bands and things like that and of course like those don't really lead anywhere uh but it's like it's fun to have those initial steps and like make those like weird relationships with those people right on so from the time of doing almost the stereotypical garage band type thing to where you are now and a musician what is your experience as with abstract theory uh it's been a lot of self-reflection and then it's also uh trying to figure out how to communicate with Troy mostly and then try to like I have to convey all these feelings that I really don't want to talk to anybody about all the time uh to him and then also I have to talk to him to the world honestly so it's like it's kind of hard to like staircase that and like kind of climb that um but yeah it's 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 a process and it's kind of like working through it it's never going to be finished to be honest uh it's that's kind of the thing is um a lot of people are i i think i'm trying to unlearn this is there's this ideology that like there's you're gonna get to somewhere and then that's it and you're gonna be rich as fuck and there you go but 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 it's not it's like it's seriously just a journey and that's all it is and like you probably not going to get to the place that you actually have in your head ever so i'm uh just want to say i'm proud of you for saying what you said about um having to display your feelings to the world even though you don't necessarily want to that's uh definitely a big step i i have a question on our journey what's one thing if any that you could have would have would change or feel we could have done better i don't know like uh we went to uh, Holland on tour with KRS-One, so that was pretty sick. But, like, I don't know. We were just kind of presenting ourselves out there, and I thought presenting ourselves in a way that wasn't too, like, I don't know, like, yo, I, I, I grew up with you. I, I love you. I want to just talk to you kind of thing. It, I wanted to be like, yo, uh, if you want to talk and stuff like that and show I'm down for that and then try to back off. But, like, I feel... Um, like a lot of the musicians and like the acts that were like there just for one night, they would just like bombard them and they actually got to talk to them and take pictures and stuff. And we never did that. So that's kind of one thing I would do a little bit more aggressively is try to like actually get that uh, conversation started and uh, find some like insight from that kind of, uh, I guess, living icon in a sense, you know, because I want I want to know like uh, like specific questions about like copywriting and like music industry knowledge you know no i never looked at the holland experience that way and like that's why i laughed because i'm like damn you're so right like these people just attacked yeah. him and got whatever they wanted yeah. i was just trying to be humble yeah. you know oh for sure for sure i mean i still feel like we we played it okay i mean yeah. but i don't know that was a good point you're absolutely right talking about the process too it's wild this morning i was driving it and i was thinking about the days that nothing glamorous is going on and that it's always only ever truly about the work that that carrot that's out there in front of you that's dangling you're never really going to achieve it and it's in those days of solace and boredom you need to focus on the relationships the other people that you can empower there's going to be days where you don't get that fireworks and bow so you're absolutely right man just staying on with the work and dealing through the process grinding from the time because it was really cool you talked about like garage bands and how everybody kind of does that well that's that's 
that's the test, man. That's the limit. Do you overcome that wall and get past it to the next level, or do you not? And like I said, to hear both of you guys talk that you are around that level of professionals and that level of talent, you're right, man. When you get in the room with them, you're never, it's a very rare opportunity to get in the room with someone like that. And I, I think that's a really cool reflection piece for you to think back and say, like, ah, I wish I would have been a little more aggressive in seeking their knowledge. So, yeah, man, it makes total sense, but you're right. It's all about the process. Um, we always kind of think that, like, oh, we'll get there, and that'll be it, but you never really get there. There's um, one, one thing I, I definitely agree with is uh, I did have, I think, a little time and space in a person that was, like, a, another level early on, which was uh, one of my best friends, Mark. He He definitely has a more of like a technical knowledge of music that really helped me out in a way and uh, kind of like catalyzed me mm. from that I guess that middle school to the college era mm. so that in between like he definitely helped me in a way to like solve all the like my software issues and uh, set up like this is what this does and things like that so without that person definitely would be and I think lost. that's so cool to think about too as someone being objective like um, you know, Kobe's first couple years in the NBA wasn't strong enough. So he found somebody for you to recognize and have that wise mindset to be like, I need to focus on this. I need to focus on that. Because a lot of us are creatures of habit that like to stay where we're strong. Yeah. And one thing I think you really touched upon, I think is fascinating for artists is you talked about your process and having to kind of delve inside yourself, recognize some feelings, convey it to another party and then express it to the world. Can you, because it sounds a little dark, can you talk about that process? Yeah, it's um, it's really hard. It's uh, so just my process in general, I really, um, I find, I think best actually in the dark and while taking a shower, which is uh, kind of what almost, almost what levity is about, but it's still water and everything. Right on. Yeah, but um, I'm able to like, uh, just really just block everything else out and I just have music blasting and I'm able to just like sit down with beats as long as like it really I could sit with a beat for like a few days even weeks and then I'll be like I'm not feeling this and it'll be done but there's some that I really sit with and those ones that I do sit with I really try to convey a message that um, is either going to hurt you or is going to make you start uh, rethinking about something or a past relationship or it's gonna actually make you feel happy and really want to fall in love or mm. really want to go out and I don't know go to another country and mm. like go on a hike and things like that so my main goal when I sit down is to uh, think about what makes me cry to be honest like whether it's happy cry or sad cry and then I write the, that kind of thing down and as long as you can get that feeling properly and portray it properly I think then you have something you know yeah and I can definitely attest to that shower comment when we were roommates this man took 45 minute showers <laughs> I'd, I'd have to pee and I'd just be sitting there like I guess I'm going in the backyard <laughs> wow yeah listen man no one's happy in, in their own home unless you can piss in the backyard well uninterrupted so listen um, <laughs> man that's fascinating because 
your words and your emotions resonate with other people. And it's cool to see that transcend across all arenas too. I can share with you talking with chefs that say like, man, I love just getting the freshest ingredients so I can convey to the person that's enjoying that meal, my level of care and love for them. I can't necessarily, I don't say it, I don't use the words all the time to say it, but boy, I can sit down and make you a great meal. With you, it sounds like you can really convey and make the world feel your emotions through that. Yeah, what's your, uh, what's your favorite meal to make? I like making noodles with my daughter. She's four, we roll our own noodles. We use garlic pasta, we use garlic olive oil from Trader Joe's. And um, we do meatballs and pasta. And for her, the reason I love it so much is it's showing her that she doesn't need anything, that she can make her own stuff. But I tell you what, I fuck with a steak like you wouldn't believe, too. Yeah, that's great that you're teaching your daughter that. It's, well, it's the absolute best. There's, there's a Man, um, I think it's real important for her to know that she can do anything, whether it's create a meal from scratch, whether it's you know, accomplish anything she wants and to be able to show her to be self-sustainable, that she doesn't have to just go to the store and buy something that she can make. It's, man, it's, it's great. I just try to empower her as much as possible. Before we get into floating, though, dude, there's no way I'm passing this up. You have a chemical engineering degree. Talk to us about that. Um, I, I really enjoyed getting it and the process of getting it and the journey, but honestly, I don't feel accepted in that, that kind of field. It's weird. I I did have an internship which was amazing. It was at Delphi, which is now Aptive, but they make um, like the the handles, like the the guns that go into cars for electric cars. Like mm. they make that stuff. They mm. make all the terminals and resistors and um, connectors for all the wires and electrical harness throughout the car, mm. uh, which is really interesting. And I got to work on compounding and injection molding machines with uh, molten like plastic and stuff like that. Um, that was all cool, but I don't know, man. As soon as I got out, I was trying to apply to places. It's not like I have a terrible resume. I have a great GPA, and just not nobody accepted me. I've had a couple um, interviews and stuff like that. Just not not for me, I guess. Mm. And to be honest, I don't really. Um, I personally don't want to do it. Like I want to make music and uh, be creative and connect with people and kind of leave my mark that way through culture because i think that's um inevitably it that's how we really do change and expand is through culture and how we keep our heritage and then move on um so if i can make my mark on that i think that's pretty important but in general i don't think i can do that in engineering the process is cool and getting to learn about like physics and stuff if i can get to learn about that a little bit more down the line i think i would but not for me right now. Understood, man. And brave decision. And the smart thing is that you can always go back and do that. Yeah, of course. Your, your engineering degree isn't going to expire. Mm-hmm. At any point that you want to turn back and pick that back up, it's right there for you. So, got to ask, man, what do you know about flotation therapy? Uh, not a whole lot. I know I listen to Joe Bergen a lot, and he right talks on. about it quite a bit, which is uh, pretty cool. And he has various people that have tried it. Yeah, and I mean, it's really cool because a large majority of our guests really come in for stress relief. Mm-hmm. It's, we're seeing so many people that um, are just redlining to, mm-hmm. to the end. So to see the relief it provides them is, is a blessing. Um, so do you have any questions um, about levity or the studio, floating in general? Yeah, I just wanted to know the, 
I guess the I guess the process. And I thought you can listen to uh, like anything you wanted to. I would like to know the process in that, and then um, I guess what you experienced and uh, I guess your stress levels, and if you keep it up, and then if you don't, uh, what happens to you? Right on, man. All good questions. Um, keeping up with it is just like anything. If you go to the gym once a week, it, you it, it's easier and easier. It's easier to check out when you get into the tank. Um, when you first get in there, you lay down. It's a very different feeling to be outside of gravity with your feet up and your whole body being able to relax and the tension of the gravity being relieved off your bones and joints with every breath. Mm-hmm. It's really the most unique experience and can't be felt anywhere else in the world. There's no pain points pressing back on the body. You're literally floating atop water. Um, my experiences have all been varied. You'll have great ones, just, just like the gym. Just like the gym or around a golf or anything, mm-hmm. you'll have some where it's like, that was amazing. I had a really big revelation. And you'll have others where you come out and say, oh man, I feel great. I just feel balanced. I feel great. The body feels good. The mind feels good. Um, so yeah, it's the best thing to share though is to go in without expectations. Mm-hmm. To just say, I'm, go- I'm gonna have this hour to myself and see how I feel afterwards. My stress levels are pretty low. It's generally because of the floating. Um, with a four-year-old and a one-year-old at home running a business, also all the other things that just plates just that I'm spinning um, is stressful. But like I said, I find balance through the floating. It's just, it does the trick. Once a week, sweet spot, keeps me balanced. With that, what are your stress levels today before you go in the tank? I got done working at my job. It's pretty high, man. I, like... Daily now, I usually just, when I do work, I go home and I don't do anything. I usually try not to even talk to people. Mm. So That's interesting. So after your float, it'll be really interesting to have someone that's, you know, obviously shared, like, I'm super stressed. Yeah. I usually go home. I'm frustrated. I stay to myself. Um, awesome, man. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to enjoy some, you're going to enjoy some mellow beats. And when we return, Louis is going to have enjoyed his 60-minute float. And we'll hear about his experience and how he feels post-float. Stay right there. Enjoy the tunes. And we'll be right back. Thank you for listening to our floatcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel. And now we're going to drop back into the conversation to see how Louis enjoyed his float. Well, everybody, welcome back. <laughs> awesome, man. Louie, um, welcome back, man. I uh, just finished your first float. Can you tell us about your experience? Um, yeah, I have uh, eczema really bad. Um, so just a slight uh, burning sensation, like the first, like, I don't know, like five, ten minutes. Mm. But then afterwards, I kind of like had a cooling mm-hmm. feeling, which was nice. Um, towards the end, I have like, I guess my legs were hurting all day. Mm. Um, and so I know as soon as my, um, work shift was over, my feet were hurting really bad. It would just felt good to sit down. But like in there, it like, if I bent my, it felt like I needed to bend my leg. And when I did, it just like all kind of like popped into place. I was like, Ooh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, so that was nice. It was like. I don't know, like stiffened it in a way that was like, all right, I, that's what I needed kind of feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Can you, uh, I mean, it may be tough, but can you describe how you feel? Um, honestly, I feel... I feel like hungry. <laughs> like, I, I want, <laughs> not just like physically, but mentally, because I, I was like thinking of, because uh, we talked about food before, mm. and I was thinking about, because like, I, I really do have a passion with food and like, I really like, I have a passion for helping people and just like feeding people. That's like the, I don't know, the Italian in me where you have to just like, he, when you come over the house, they're like, here's all these cookies. Here's all these cakes. Right on. Um, right on. And so I was thinking about like a bunch of those kind of, uh, recipes I want to do. And so like, yeah, just a little bit hungry to do those. And then, to get that mental sensation of completing that, you know? When you came in, you shared with us right before you went into the tank, man, that um, you're just feeling stressed. You had just come from work. It sounded mm -hmm. like you had a long day. You were on your feet, moving around, doing quite a bit. You said, in general, the stress was very high. As you sit here now, removed from your float a few minutes, where are you at? I probably, fr it went from like an eight to uh, like a three, to be honest, yeah. Right on. How can you, how do you, like, that's awesome, man. I mean, like I said, it was uh, you were in there floating. We were talking mm -hmm. like hey, this stress, and to be able to see you that relief, man, it's just the way you want someone to feel after they ate the meal. Yeah. You just shared with me yeah. as a business owner, man. So cool. right on to yeah. good, good. Um, what do you think, Troy? Seeing him after his float is this kind of the reaction you were? I didn't expecting? really know what to expect, um, but I know when Louis calmer and when he's not. <laughs> And uh, it's it's in the voice, yeah. it's in the vibe, it's in the look. I see it, I feel it. So, did him justice. Right on, man. As a musician and a graphic artist, somebody that's obviously has an enormous creative side. How would you see? Could you see floating helping your creative? Yeah, like in there. I I I'm not even lying. I like was like hearing a beat in my head and I was like mm. going through that. But also while I was thinking of about like making the food and stuff like that, um, I can definitely see like how that's, that could be expanded on, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man, you, you just look different. I got to share, like look stressed when you came in, you look fresh. Like I said, I mean, and there's no reason just to say that. Yeah. Um, absolutely great. Um, We missing anything, Troy? Anything you want to touch base or ask? Man, I don't, I don't think so. Have you like? Um, I like the way that salt from the ocean feels in my hair after the ocean. This feels a little bit like <laughs> that. Have you? Yeah, um, <laughs> bro, bro, <laughs> stop! <laughs> Look, we're on video. This <laughs> motherfucker just asked me if salt felt good <laughs> in my hair. <laughs> <laughs> My man, <laughs> Louie, you are on point. You are one of us, my friend. <laughs> All right. You do have a beard, right? So you could oil oh, it if you wanted man. to. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But <laughs> right, maybe but you ask the man with the beautiful <laughs> hair in the room how that feels. All right. But have you thought of like um, maybe adding or taking away 
like adding like a like a lotion thing for hair or like oil thing that like combines in the proper manner actually that's that's a great question man on the optics of our sessions we use dr bronner's soap here because my wife also lives with eczema mm. and she was very sensitive to any soap the soap we use is completely organic um it's dr bronner's hemp soap reason being that's love the idea but certain soaps or chemicals that go in there can, can coagulate and look like toothpaste and so if someone would not rinse off really well and get in there it would look like it just wouldn't be uh, good but that's that's the only reason because there is I mean, I'd love to be able to do like a nice conditioner or oils for people when they come out but probability is we're all humans and put it on before we go in and ah now I'm in there and there's oils floating around but love the idea man cool yeah the um there was like a at some point there was a weird sensation of um I don't know like uh The what best way I can describe it was I was watching the therapist. Have you ever seen that on YouTube? No. He, uh, I, I don't want to pronounce his name wrong, but um, Troy, can you look this um, up? Yeah, real quick? I, th oh, I think it's like it? his last three names is like Amok Singh. Okay. I think. Okay. But um, he interviews like uh, hip hop artists and creatives and stuff like that. But I really like his work and like ha the questions he asks. But um, in one session he was saying like talking about being in the moment mm. kind of thing and I kind of wanted to go in there with that intention I should have said this in the beginning but I totally blanked on it um, but it's great because this this session uh, kind of like I reached that goal through mm. that which was nice and that's what kind of lowered my stress uh, stress level in the end but what he said was being in the moment, uh, if you are actually in the moment, you can do the, um, for meditation is like uh, the four, seven, eight breath technique. So uh, you, you breathe in for four seconds, you hold for seven seconds, and then you breathe out for eight seconds, and then you just repeat. And that's um, one of the ways that you can get into transcendental med meditation. Um, I haven't really ventured much into it. Uh, because I'm like really new into it and trying to like mm -hmm. get on a routine. Um, but I tried to do that in there. And then what he said was, um, if you're in the moment, sometimes, uh, and you lose grasp, what you want to do is, uh, you want to lie there and try to like feel the inside of your fingers. I don't mm. I know that it feels, it sounds crazy, but if you sit there and you can like feel the inside of your finger and then you'll start going down like the palm of your hand and then down to like your arm and then it starts in your other hand too. And you go out through like your whole body and that's like, yeah, I was able to like, I'm usually not able to get all the way through my whole body, but in there I was able to. If you heard Louis describe that and that happened to you right now, like this video, because that was spot on, man. Like you're just absolutely amazing like couldn't have a better person in here for to experience this and find that so presence uh, what was Dr. the name Siri that you found Satnam Singh. i'm probably pronouncing it wrong yeah yeah no that's um, it seriously i was Singh. i was curious 
um, I was looking this up, so I didn't really hear some of the things you said, but did you work through any specific problems today while you were in the tank? Um, no, like my, uh, to be honest, my like overall goal was to like go in there and try to do the, the four, seven, eight thing and like try to like, I wanted to think about things that really make me happy, which was like the, which was why I was glad about like coming in here and you're like, what do you like to do? And things like that. And then you started talking about the food and like one thing that I did when I was like younger was cooking with my grandma. So like when I get to like think about new recipes that like something like that we would do, it's like, it's really relaxing, you know? That's awesome, man. Yeah. Just taking away those distractions, being yeah. able to focus on like who you are and what was important. The fact that that came up with just like in that silence, man, that's what I can't tell you how thankful uh, Troy brought you in. It was a pleasure talking with you, man. Where can people find you guys online? Uh, you can find us on abstracttheory.net for a lot of like our merch and things. Mm-hmm. If you really want to look at the up-to-date things and our daily life and Troy does written Wednesdays and freestyle Fridays mostly I do it sometimes is on our Instagram at abstract theory official right on right on Troy anything before Listen we get out abstract of here man theory. that's all yeah we're we're also on WYEP uh 91.3 uh, P- uh FM in Pittsburgh PA and we're it's for Forget About It featuring Sierra Sellers, which is another She'll Pittsburgh be on the podcast artist. soon. Very soon. She'll be on the podcast soon. Very soon. Awesome, man. Super. Honest. Genuinely great to meet you. Happy you came in. This was great, man. I appreciate your time. Uh, likewise. Seriously. Right on, man. Thank man. you all. Signing off. I want to relax, relax, put my mind at ease. Good friends and good vibes, now that's all I need. When life hurts, come down and flow to levity. Let your problems wash away into serenity. Whoa.